Hello, I'm Stuart Devine, and welcome to It's Not All Bad. For this episode, I thought it would be somewhat interesting, maybe, but just maybe, it would be pleasant to reminisce about words. But even before that can be done, it's both strange and amazing that we humans make sounds via our vocal cords, just like most other mammals, where sound is manipulated in how our tongue moves in the mouth, even our muscular manipulation of the shape we demand of our lips, how much air moves across the vocal cords, and even how wide we open our mouths. All of this just to produce sounds. Then we start learning about different letters or characters and are taught to give each one a sound that escapes from our mouths. Then we're taught to put these letters and characters together to make words, sentences, speeches, and songs to be sung. Truly amazing because the manipulation of sound, words, and expressions can bring, well, even contribute laughter, joy, love, happiness, and yes, even sadness, frustration, anxiety, and even hatred, if we permit it to do so. Then we have the unspoken, but often equally impactful facial expressions that often betray more than what's spoken. We've all seen and probably have contributed to it. Oh yeah, we've all performed this unspoken method of communications and have certainly been on the receiving end as well. The problem with both spoken words and expressions, uh, uh, we often misunderstand the meaning and intent with sometimes humorous results, especially when accompanied with innocent laughter. Now, I'm going to travel down the road of words just a little bit that often evokes feelings of hope and meaning. So, you know, why don't we just wake up everybody and no more sleeping in bed, okay? No more backwards thinking because we need to be moving ahead. The world is continuing to change, but there still has so much hatred, war, and poverty. And some have and would say, wake up all the teachers because it's time to teach a new way. You know, the way of understanding and compassion, and maybe the students will listen to what you have to say. Indeed, the young ones are important because the future of the world is in their hands. So I would say, please teach them the very best you and I can. This is not only for teachers, but also for parents, adult relatives, and so many more. And how about the elderly? So please, doctors have to continue making the old people well because they're usually the ones who often suffer so much, but often catch all the hell. And for many elderly people, they may not have very long before their judgment day, we know that. So let's all of us pitch in to contribute to their happiness before they pass away. And what about builders? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about just construction workers or architects or building engineering professionals. All of us are potential builders. Maybe in the new year that's coming, because we're at least of this episode, this is December 2022, we all have the potential to be builders of dreams and hopes. And we can do our part in so many ways. So wake up you builders because it's always time to build a new land of compassion and thoughtfulness. It's very possible we can do so if we all lend a hand. As with putting a person on the moon, 
developing new methods of treating diseases, and well, we just have to put our minds to do so. And surely many things will work out because it happens a good portion, at least most of the time. One thing's for certain, the world won't get any better if we just let it be, because positive outcomes are possible and begins with you and me. And please, avoid the usual feelings of what difference can you make? Even kind words to someone, a smile directed outwards, and helping someone is something all of us can do, and by the way, many of us are doing. It's interesting that gaps in acquaintanceships, um, friendships, courtships, and even among co-workers appear to always be just around the corner, just waiting for the wrong words or the misperception from a facial expression to negate or obliterate the positive possibility of what it is or what it could be. Of course, there are many situations in which some relationships shouldn't continue. Oh yes, we all know that. Fortunately, many relationships can and should be salvaged and not relegated to the trash heap of broken promises and unfortunately broken hearts. Although not always easy to tackle, misperceptions can easily be corrected by self-reflection and formulating, well, those letters and words and sentences and even expressions to convey the respect you and I have for the other person and asking them for the same in return. If you are married or in a committed relationship with your partner, neither of you should let your bonds drift to the point where you feel loneliness when you're together. As for friends, those relationships are like rubber bands of sorts, right? Seemingly on solid ground for a time, then drift into space where the relationship actually doesn't exist anymore except the name only. So reconnect, reconnect, and again, reconnect with long ago friends because it's a sure thing that you're thinking about them every now and then, just as they are thinking about you every now and then. <laughs> but you know, maybe the Roman emperor Marcus Aurelius had some uh, meditations correct all those hundreds, and I do mean hundreds of years ago, although he wouldn't recognize the world in which we live today because it's rather complicated. Still, maybe it's wise to ignore what others are doing for a time and to the extent really practical. That may lessen the desire to always want something you don't have and don't want what you do have. And dare we think of it, disconnect from social media magnets like uh, ooh, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, and so many other emotion-draining apps. I mean, that's what they're there for. Spike people up and then drain them and get the advertisers going on and feed the beast. On the other front, maybe consider cutting back on so many non-essential or non-important activities for a while. This will certainly give time to reflect and breathe easier, almost like a kind of mental floss, except you're using this for the brain and emotions instead of on your teeth. And what about imagine, imagining you only had two days left on this earth? What, well, what would you do? Or what do you wish you had done? Hopefully, the thoughts about doing something positive for yourself and others will be at the forefront. Most of us do ponder this at least once or more in our lifetimes and probably more often than we would confess. Now the other side is there because we can't remain on this side of life's ledger forever and to not slow down and consider compassion and thoughtfulness for others and yourself. It's not a mistake to do so, that's for sure. And none of us can escape the nagging thought concerning who are we? Why are we on this earth? 
And what is our gift to others and our planet? To be clear, there are plenty of people who plunder and harm others just as easily as we drink water. Fortunately, there are so many of you who know there's a path, a life, a purpose of being, which is beyond just work. I guess it's true that we can always feel specifically what we were designed for, sort of. The path isn't often, the path is often unclear and it's murky and there's plenty of muck thrown at us from all directions on a daily basis to the point that many people just give up and say, I can't make a difference. I'm just going to do my own thing. No, no, no. Don't go down that path. You can do this positive thing or things, whatever that may be, whether it's positive actions in marriages, partnership, friends, and even coworkers. Don't let the enemy of doubt persuade you that you're just not that kind of person to make positive differences in your and other people's lives or in your environment. It's true, a small drop of water, getting metaphorical here, uh, impacting grime on a dirty car, well, it can only clean so much. Frankly, maybe not that much, but it does something. But hundreds of droplets eventually will wash away quite a bit of mud. We just have to take the steps to do so. By the way, if you wish to surprise your friends, <laughs> you're gonna love this and I hope you do, but if you want to surprise your friends or significant other, life partner or a co-worker, consider asking them what do they consider is or are your gifts. You may be surprised, and pleasantly so, at some of the answers you may get. In fact, just by asking that question from you, you will certainly receive the reciprocal question concerning what do you think are your gifts from the other person. Literally, someone telling you your gifts, but now they want to know what are their gifts. It's actually circular, and there will be positive outcomes, unless, of course, neither one of you has nothing positive to say about the other. Normally, that's not the case. The positive answer should encourage you to self-reflect, accept, and actually embrace the good feeling you may have. Granted, feelings and emotions are fleeting, we know that, but the warmth of such an exchange, if it's positive, and an open heart remain with you for sure. That's a guarantee. Now, I close this episode with the idea that many of you practice each day, and you do. You do good uh, to others without expectations of praise. The pleasure of having helped others is good enough. Maybe you have either read or heard various versions of this thought. It goes something like this. Happiness isn't having everything in the world, rather, Happiness, when it does befall us for a time, is being grateful for what we already have. None of this is necessarily easy, but it doesn't make it any less true. Indeed, in addition to all of the other requirements and edicts of life, contributing to your thoughtful self and deeds to others and this planet, it's very doable. If you search your heart, you know this to be true. If you found this episode interesting, please consider sharing it with others. Until the next time, take care.